You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast with me, your host, Valerie Howard. I'm here to share my decade of experience working in branding and marketing to help you create the business and life you've always wanted. Now let's go to the show. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm your host, Valerie Howard, and on this episode, I am talking to Law of Attraction coach, Lana Schlafer. She's a pretty big deal in the law of attraction world. Um, She's done a lot of great things. She's also a wife, a mother, a yoga instructor, and the creator of the Get Full of Yourself online membership program. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about some big, juicy, inspiring topics. She tells us exactly how we should be looking at our business and our lives so that we're not just giving and hustling and working really hard, but also we're feeling more taken care of and aligned and supported in our everyday. It's really good stuff, and I hope it leaves you as inspired as it left me. Let's jump into it. Lana, welcome to The Brand Ambition. Thank you so much for joining us. I am so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to speak with you. I love your other podcast episodes and everything you're doing. So this is going to be really fun. Thank you so much. And I'm a big fan of yours as well. As you know, I mean, I've been following you um, for a while now. And so just where you are now, like the work you do is, I think, so, so valuable for business owners, no matter what industry, um, you know, someone might be in, frankly, I think this, these, um, these lessons and exercises and your teachings are just really, really fabulous. So thank you. Well, thank you. And, you know, this is something that I've had an ongoing, um, I wouldn't say struggle. I would say like a dance because there's so much advice to niche yourself and to get specific about who you're working with. But I am one of those rare birds that truly niching did not feel good to me. Um, and over time, if anything, I've gotten broader instead of narrower. And that's just, that's just because I feel like what I share is so fundamental. It is how you look at the world. So yeah, you can apply it to your business. You can apply it to your relationship. You can apply it to motherhood. You know, you can apply it to your health. You can apply it to everything. And so I end up talking about all of these topics because this is such a fundamental perspective shift, a mindset shift. It's kind of like what Tony Robbins teaches, right? It's not like he only focuses on relationships or only focuses on business or only he teaches you the fundamental tools for how to look at life so that you feel like the creator of your life. You feel instead of feeling enslaved, you feel empowered. And so again, I I don't end up focusing on just business stuff or just women's stuff or, you know, whatever it may be. I feel like in the end, we are all looking to be inspired and uh, loved and feeling worthy. And those are the things that over all the things that I've done, I've come down to like, that's a basic human desire and human need. And that's what I seek to provide and share and teach uh, people how to manifest in their own lives. I love that. And I, I, when I take the time to really sort of dive into your content and, and I'm on your blog, um, or I'm reading one of your newsletters, um, some of the most valuable lessons for me have to do with 
the limiting beliefs and kind of working through those limiting beliefs and and really I think at first being aware of what beliefs might be holding you back um, as you know an entrepreneur is and that's really where I start to apply it and I can absolutely see how these things apply in like every other way of someone's life. Of um, course, if you have a feeling of unworthiness in your business, ooh, I can't charge enough for my services. I don't I'm not experienced enough. I haven't you no, know, I don't feel like I deserve to take money for something that is such a gift and such an honor. You better believe that you're going to show up this way with your partner. Oh, I don't really deserve him taking care of me and feeling like da 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 da. And it's going to show up with your kids and it's going to, do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. a, You can't like have that in one area and not have it in another area. It's just that all of us have these sort of Achilles heels, places where the, the crack, if you will, where it, you know, when you, the weakest if you put pressure, that area of life will start to get inflamed. But it really is so holistic in that if this is the way that you look at the world and the way you walk in the world, show up everywhere in your life, which is why I always say entrepreneurship is I say entrepreneurship and having children, in my personal experience is maybe are maybe the richest of ritual or self growth paths, because they're going to bring up all these patterns to the surface, <laughs> which is a great thing, because you're going to have uh, the opportunity to work through them and actually create something that feels really good to you, that feels authentically right, that feels inspired, that feels like you are really living life the way that you've dreamed about when you were a little girl or a little boy, right? That's when you know you're living life full out Mm. and not holding back. I love that. And I love the comparison of a business to to a child. I have so many clients who have told me this, that that their business is like their firstborn. Um, And I think I've heard you even make a similar comparison on an interview with Amber uh, Lillystrom, who I love her show as well. Um, and a breakthrough you also had where, you know, that can serve you, but it's also sometimes good if, if I'm correct to look at it a di- in a different way also. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd love well, for you to tell us about that. Yeah, I had a huge realization last year. So I have point of this recording uh, five-year-old twins, almost six, and a newborn baby who is less than two months old. And mm-hmm. um, with my twins, uh, I went through quite an um, incredible birth experience where they were born over six days at home and 33 hours apart between them. And it was such an empowering and incredibly thrilling and exhilarating, kind of extraordinary, if you will, experience. And then I sort of crashed from heaven to hell and had a really hard time taking care of care of myself and practicing all these things that I teach. But really in practice, you know, with two newborns, like where's the feeling of empowerment and freedom? It was more like chaos and enslavement. And um, for the first couple of years, I really learned to take care of myself and recognize my needs, take care of them and recognize their needs, really break some of the codependent patterns that I've seen in my own family and in my own life. And it was this big growth. And it was really last year when they were four years old that I finally had this huge realization. It was based on a conversation with a friend where I was telling her, you know, my business is like my babies. I got to take care of them. And she said, you know what? My business takes care of me. Ooh. And I thought, Wow. (laughs) 
Wow, I want that. I think we were talking about money. I think that that was one of the conversations is she had this belief and it really served her well that money takes care of me. I don't have to manage my money and grow it and focus on it and struggle with it. Money comes to take care of me. I am the child in that relationship. It comes to support me. And so I had this big realization with my business. And so it completely shifted how I strategize and what kind of things that I do in my business because I realized, wow, I want my business to take care of me. And so I ended up rolling out more passive uh, income products. I ended up restructuring uh, the support team that I had and bringing somebody on more full time than really I could afford. But I, but I felt like with, um, my OBM there, my online business manager there and all the other support people, I felt like my business was taking care of me. And it's such a priceless feeling. Now it is a little tricky. You know, I have a newborn right now. I can't in all honesty say that I feel like he's taking care of me though. I have to say (laughs) he is teaching me a lot more presence and a lot more grounding. So he is in that way, um, taking care of me. But I think that past the first, um, stage of business, and that's a very loosely used term, but let's say past the first year or the first time that you really actually feel like your business is making enough money to break even or whatever. Um, at that point, I really think it's important to look at it as how can I structure my business so that I feel taken care of instead of constantly taking care of this baby that has all these needs and I'm feeling exhausted and overwhelmed and all of these things that a lot of entrepreneurs will take on that I now see as unnecessary. Again, might be important in the beginning stages simply because it teaches you so much about yourself and about what you want out of your business. And it's sort of this trial by fire learning that I don't think you can skip. But at some point, it's not a newborn. You know what I mean? It would be like me treating my five-year-olds like newborns. They're not. They can feed themselves. They can wipe their butts. You know, they can get <laughs> They can bring mommy water, which is what they've been doing. They've been bringing me things when I'm with a baby. They can now take care of me. And that's an important transition. That is a critical transition. And I I don't know if we hear that message often enough. Um, And it's also such a personal, um, it's such a personal decision. I mean, you have to really decide for yourself, what does that look like? Well, you're right in calling it a decision because uh, let me tell you the story of most women in in our uh, Western society at what's acceptable and what's even praised is they grow up handling a lot of stuff around the house because their parents were not able to take care of everything. And so they sort of step into that role and are taking care of their siblings and things around the house and all of that stuff, which isn't a bad thing, but then they sort of keep of taking care of everyone else and being praised for it a lot of times, being called selfless and, you know, good mother and good wife, and then marrying partners who expect for them to do this. And then they get to start their business and they have this business that they're taking care of, which all of it combined starts to feel quite overwhelming. Then you tell them, Hey, what would it look like if your business took care of you? And they tell you, how the hell would I know? I've never experienced feeling taken care of in my life. Mm. So you talk about a mindset shift. That's a huge one. So yeah, there's some work to be done around that. That's when you hire a coach like me or you really dive into some uh, self-help work 
uh, to progress in this possibility, in the sense of possibility, so that you feel like you can make that choice little by little to choose taking care of yourself and feeling supported. And the irony of it is that any time you look back, when I look back and think, my God, I was so crazy to not see this way, you know, in clear to me that I was preventing myself from receiving support. I was creating these experiences that were leaving me feeling, uh, you know, strained and drained and, and uncomfortable. But at the time I felt like this is just my reality. This is how it works. I didn't see a way out until I basically came to my back against the wall. And it was like, I have to find a way out or I'm going to get cancer or kill someone. You know what I mean? Right. Usually you don't make big decisions until, you know, you're between a rock and a hard place and you have to choose something better. And at those moments I look back and now I've sort of made this commitment to myself and it gets easier and easier to not wait till dire straits to make that choice. So I'm really proud of the fact that I hired my online business manager and started paying her from the get-go $1,500 a month to help me manage my business. And there were some months where my business made, I don't know, some months might be like 5,000 or 10,000, but some months it literally made 1,500, just enough to pay her. Like it wasn't even, I'm not even talking about my other costs of my email systems or whatever. Like there were some months where my business was in the negative. Now I had enough months where, you know, it brought in 10,000 or more where it kind of evened it out. Mm -hmm. But it's a terrifying experience to be in a situation where your business is spending more than you are taking in and you have costs piling up. But I told myself, I am committing to feeling taken care of in my business. And it has so paid off because now I have all these systems that have been in place that she's helped me put in place that helped me feel taken care of. And I really feel so supported. It's allowed me to soar. But there was that leaping before you sort of grow your wings experience. And I think that that's what entrepreneurship is about a lot. Now, I don't recommend doing it when you feel terrified and you feel like you're going to crash down to the ground. I recommend feeling so confident in yourself and your ability to figure it out so that you can feel bigger than you. Mm. You know, there's a saying, don't ask for smaller problems, ask to be a bigger you so that you are bigger than any problem. And that's kind of what I feel like you're develop as an entrepreneur if you want to continue growing, which means you're going to keep hitting those edges over and over and over. It's kind of the name of the game, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. And, you know, I love, I love talking about this with you because for me, um, this, I believe this with all my like heart when it comes to business, um, but it's, it's an uncomfortable fit personally. Um, so I have always been like the hustler. I believe in the hustle, waking up at like five, you know, going to sleep at two, like whatever it takes to build a business. And about a year ago, I mean, I literally threw my back out. Like my, I, mm. I broke my back from <laughs> usually when people call me up and say, Lana, I know your coaching packages are thousands of dollars, but I don't do anything. <laughs> yes. It's, you know, and it was such a wake up call because, um, I was no longer able to work. I, my days were filled with going to physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the chiropractor, I was doing acupuncture, anything to alleviate the pain. And, um, it was just a really humbling experience, but it was so frustrating because I'm thinking, I believe in the hustle. Like, I think I have a high hustle. Like, my bar is, is pretty high for – it feels good to me. It just feels good to kind of be working. Um, but-, but see, but I feel like it's a, 
a sometimes a problem of language and meaning mm-hmm. because and I find that English doesn't I speak Russian from birth as mm-hmm. well and 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 another couple of languages and so the Russian has more words for the same thing and I always struggle with this because when you call hustle or what you call work it like what what I call hard work was when I was in investment banking and I wanted to hang myself every day of showing up for work. I felt enslaved. Yeah, they paid mm-hmm. me a ton of money, but I was on call all the time. I didn't like the people I was working with. They didn't seem happy. I felt like it was soulless. That's hard work. The hustle we're talking about my business where I have these huge breakthroughs and I see an impact that I'm making with people and it is inspiring and I'm staying up till two in the morning because I am so freaking wired. I can't go down to sleep and I can't stop talking about it to my friends and my husband that's a different experience that should have a different word you know what I mean it's like aligned hustle versus yes you know (laughs) uh, 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 like the real enslavement hustle if you will hustle for the sake of hustle yes I love that it's like soul food hustle versus what else are you going to do? Like by the time an idea grabs me, I mean, I planned, I had this big launch for my signature membership program and I had planned like literally or more off. I made enough money and my business bank account and my personal bank account, everything is set. I'm like, oh, I was at home for like a year with my twins. I'm going to back at work because you couldn't keep me away from it. I freaking love it. Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you like, and, and I had this big breakthrough, uh, just, I think it was last week where, um, he's not even eight weeks old, but I found this amazing nanny and we agreed that she would start when he's three months old. And then I was feeling so unexcited about my days. I would wake up and I, I have support. I have so much support around me. Actually, I have a, a live in nanny that's staying with us currently, uh, who's a great friend and all that. And I would wake up and I'd be like drained because I didn't have anything to look forward to besides some moments with the baby. But like changing diapers 20 times a day and going goo goo gaga the whole day is not what was inspiring at that point. And so I finally had this realization, oh my God, I'm going to bring in this nanny that's specifically to help me work earlier. So she's actually, she's here today. She took him out right now. And I'm doing this interview with, as a result of deciding to come back to work, quote unquote, not because it feels like work. It feels like play. It feels like inspiration. Mm. And I have the best possible circumstances. I work from home. She's taking him out right now for just half an hour. I just nursed him. She's coming right back for him. Just enough for me to listen to me. Like I have the best possible outcome that I could have, but I was limiting myself saying, I can't do that. I should be with the baby. A good mom is with her baby. I felt guilty for not wanting to be with him. And all of this stuff was coming up and it was this big opportunity for me to recognize that if it was feeling so uninspired, so hard, so like draining, I'm not willing to struggle in my life anymore. I'm not willing to suffer in my life. And so now I'm kind of slowly working my way back in because I love it so much. My work makes me a better me. Do you know what I mean? And I've differently created it that way. But now there is a fine line and it's a slippery slope when you start to go down the hustle route where it stops feeling aligned. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I call it stop, drop and realign, like, <laughs> you know, catch yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, because you it can start to go down, like, especially in, during launch times or whatever, all of a sudden I feel all this pressure that sort of snuck up and I got to finish this by tomorrow. And then I keep reminding myself, I set the damn deadline for the launch. I can move the damn deadline. I am the boss here. 
<laughs> works for me, not the other way around. It's like I set all these expectations and then I'm letting them suffocate me. But I was the one that set them. It's such a liberation to recognize mm. that. And so the more that I've deliberately walked away from hustle for the sake of hustle, from pressure, yes. because honestly, when I write like my newsletters from a place of pressure or when I have coaching calls and actually won't do coaching calls for the last few years, I will not, I will reschedule. And when I reschedule within 24 hours, I give my client a, a free coaching session to make up for not mm. made it. Um, but I will not do it when I'm in that place of pressure. Cause I find that they are so much less than my best. I'm not willing to stamp my work with anything less than my best. And honestly, my business keeps soaring because I feel like I'm showing up when I actually feel inspired or when I'm aligned and people can feel that in your words, that energetic stamp is all over your sales page and all over your podcast and all over your, your conversations with people. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. I love this idea of, you know, putting your energetic stamp on your work and making sure that that stamp is, you know, your seal of approval. It is your best self showing up because I think, um, what I've seen, it's so easy to fall back into that hustle for the sake of hustle to um, just to be so stressed about bringing in that income um, when you're building your business. And it can be so scary and it's so easy to just be in a place of fear. Um, and even I'm thinking for some of the clients or some of the friends that I know who are definitely uh, pra they, they practice the law of attraction. They know the principles. They know, you know, the power of positive uh, thinking and they know the truth of abundance in the world. They know the, those realities. And yet when they, when something doesn't go right, it's so hard to sometimes pull, um, to get, pull yourself back up. Um, so here's the thing. It's, yes. This is the most important thing that I have learned about myself and what I feel is my real gift in, in, in teaching people. In, in te when they get this, everything in life becomes so much easier and more meaningful and more fulfilling. That you recognize what is the path of least resistance. Uh, Abraham Hicks, Law of Attraction teacher, speak. But so the path of least resistance is not always the easy way out, as people call it. It's what's going to feel better. So there are times in my business when I've, let's say, set some sort of a deadline and there's something happening and I have fears come up. Only I know if that means that I want to address these fears dead on, which means sitting with those feelings, which can be so terrifying people. So a lot of times I'm not saying to be avoidant or in denial, right? That's not what I'm saying. Like, oh, just walk away from something if it feels hard because you if it's not the path of least resistance but i am saying that there is this guidance system system in you that if you start listening to and paying attention and following on what it's telling you it will guide you to ride out the challenges with grace with with sort of you know um the tombstones that, that feel so big and so detrimental become stepping stones. So it's not about this like, oh, yeah, well, I guess I just, you know, won't do this at all and avoiding any kind of that, that, that growing pain. It is about supporting yourself and really embracing yourself and all the feelings that come up and then giving yourself the opportunity to look for the path of least resistance. So look for a way to make it a little bit easier. 
with a little bit more relief. I believe in baby steps. You know, it's a journey of a thousand miles starts with uh, the first step. I'm kind of used to be, I should say, an all or nothing person. And then I realized, well, that's kind of silly. Um, why not just start step by step, step by step and focusing on really maximizing and enjoying each step. So I celebrate my setbacks as much as I celebrate my successes. And that's the difference is that now the setbacks, when something doesn't go wrong and even those very uncomfortable moments where I didn't know how I was going to pay my bills and I have a family and, you know, income, but it definitely was not enough uh, to support our whole family. I celebrate the fact that those were, those led to some of my biggest breakthroughs because I saw my lack and limitation mentality, even though I was doing all the rhetoric of law of attraction and positive thinking, you know, it sort of helped me get down on my knees and admit some of the things that, that I was doing or thinking or believing that weren't in alignment. So it, it's not that there is a solution for everyone. Like, okay, well just stop the hustle and just start being easeful, which frankly, for most people, they don't even know what that means. It really is about looking constantly at every juncture for a little bit more relief, a little bit more ease, a little bit more support, a little bit more trust. And before you know it, that little bit of all of those things will add up where you are standing in the shoes that I'm standing in. And I just feel like bring it on life. There's nothing you can give me that is bigger than me. And I feel clear minded and confident and any kind of, um, discomfort that I have lasts for hours, maybe a day at most, not weeks and months like it used to. And it always brings me so many gifts. So I actually now get excited when something doesn't go my way or is challenging because I know it's leading me to something even greater. Oh, that feels so good to hear. <laughs> I love it. Um, it's just this idea of baby steps. You don't need to redesign your entire life. You don't need to do a complete life makeover or overhaul. Just look for the areas that you can, like you said, get a little more support, find a little more pleasure, um, move in the direction of your ideal life. Yes. Um, I love it. And I think you know a, a great way to even start that is with a few minutes a day right? Just carving yes. that out. I know for me, just carving out like five minutes, 10 minutes um, for just, you know, to sit still, you know, sometimes I'll do meditation, sometimes it'll just be um, silent and, and just kind of like centering myself. Huge difference in just making me feel more grounded throughout the rest of the day. Um, well, it's a huge difference. And I'll kind of briefly describe the mechanism why it works. It helps me because I am so heady kind of person, you know, I like to understand things. And, and then I can apply them better when I know the, the purpose and the meaning and the mechanism behind it. So what happens is if you think of your life as of a movie. So you know how sometimes they shoot a movie and they have many alternatives, alternative endings. Think of your life as having many, 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 many ways that your day could go. And they're all sort of these parallel realities, as I call them. And they're all real and they're all accessible to you. But depending on what tone you set for yourself, where you are vibration, emotionally, psychologically, that's the, the ending, if you will. That's the choice for the day that you will subconsciously and automatically make. And so setting up those few minutes at the beginning, preferably if you can, but really any time throughout the day to what I call align, um, whether that's doing my four-minute ease meditation, which is a free gift anybody who signs up for my email list on my website, whether that's uh, doing a few minutes of setting intentions or gratitude or a little bit of movement 
feels good to you, being outside in nature. There's infinite ways to align. You are now literally choosing the reality that has more of what you want. That when you call somebody, they pick up the phone instead of playing phone tag. When you speak to this person about some project or or potential client, you always find the right just at the tip of your tongue, it just flows out and you impress yourself with what you said. That means when you sit down to write a newsletter uh, or an email, the words just flow. Meaning you just your zone because you took that time to align. And I feel like that's paramount. And it's really what I teach, like the how of aligning, right? This four-minute ease meditation that anybody could get by going to lanaschlafer.com. I'm sure you'll have a link somewhere. And I also have this 21-day ease course, which I'm going to rename because I really feel like ease doesn't always uh, equate. It's basically for you to set up yourself for the best outcome every day so that there's less stress, less overwhelm, less anxiety, more ease, more flow, more creativity, more inspiration, more synchronicities, more abundance, more joy. All of these things will naturally show up when you are in a place of receptivity. And so you're totally right. That's, that is necessary. That to anybody who's super successful, whether it be Oprah or Tony Robbins or Marie Forleo, they all tout that as a, a huge and vital part of their day. And I feel like even if you're a small fish right now and you still feel like a bit of an amateur, let this be the way that you be a pro. You start the day off in a way where you are your best. And I promise you, your work will benefit, your relationships will benefit, and certainly you will be happier. I feel like I could talk to you for hours about all that <laughs> Maybe part two of the interview is yes. coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so honored. It's, you know, it's such a pleasure talking with you and I feel just so light and inspired and, um, and thank you because I know you're not doing interviews right now. Congratulations on your baby. I'm, I'm just so happy to have you here. This has been so great. Thank you so much. And I'm really excited for, for what you're doing and the, all the audience that you are serving. And, you know, it's amazing for us to be in this day and age. And it, a lot of times when I'm down and out, I just remind myself, I'm an immigrant. I came from Russia. I am a woman, you know, and I have all of these rights and choices and abilities that for millions of years, uh, but definitely thousands of years weren't available to a person like me. And look at us creating our life on our own terms, imperfectly, <laughs> but doing so well at it. I think that's really worth celebrating. So I hope that each one of your audience members takes a moment and pats themselves on the back right now mm. for being born in this day and age and really utilizing the opportunities in front of them. Because I know that if they're listening, they are following their inspiration. They're yes. following passion. And that is really, I think, the biggest success that you could have in life is to have something that's so inspiring that it grabs you and you want to serve the world with your gift. You want to sing your song. So everyone, I hope that you will celebrate yourself a little bit more today, be a little bit easier on yourself and uh, definitely allow life to be more enjoyable today, today, before you get to the book deals and (laughs) stuff that's coming. (laughs) It's all coming. It's all on the way. You're right. Just today, celebrate where you are. Thank you, Lana. On that on that note, guys, um, I will have everything linked up on my website. Please visit Lana's website, lanaschlafer.com, for that uh, four minute um, it's four minute ease meditation. 
Is that right, Lana? Yes, yes, yes. It's fabulous. Um, Thank you guys as always for listening and I will catch you right here next time. Well, guys, that wraps another episode of the Brand Ambition Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Now, if you haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe to my show on iTunes and feel free to hop over to ValerieHoward.com where you'll find all of the links mentioned in today's episode. You'll also find some freebies I think you're going to love. Thank you as always for listening and I will catch you right here next week.